Ladies and gentlemen, ATDF everything in that shelf presentation. Get ready, everybody. <laughs> we are hunkering in. <laughs> gonna have some snacks. Gonna have some bevies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Odie, sit down. Lay down, Odie. Lay, lay down. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Odie. It's hilarious. Anyway, uh, before we get started, obviously, with this episode, or this mm-hmm. round, so to speak, the season finale, mm-hmm. we finally got to the end of the season, too. Mm-mm-mm. Let's just throw out that we're going to be switching things up next season. Uh-huh. Uh, another great innovation from Pauline. This time, we'll be... Team t- Darling is where the innovation's from. <laughs> That's true. Without revealing who we're dealing with, we're going to be dealing with specific actors and their oeuvres throughout next season. Their what? Their oeuvres. Their works. The their body of work. Their <laughs> body of work. Everyone knows what an oeuvre is. You know, uh, like hors d'oeuvre? Mm-mm. Yeah, everyone knows what I'm talking about. And um, so instead of being Why don't like... Why you just simple it up for us peasants? <laughs> instead of being like, hey, uh, I got 10 movies I know Pauline doesn't like. I'm just going to be like, listen, I'm going to pick 10 movies to defend the actor that I think is great. And Pauline's going to pick 10 movies to defend the actor she thinks she is great. Yep. And that's and then each round, we're going to see who does and a good job. And then the break, kid. <laughs> We could just see who defends their actor the best in any given round. It will be me. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. One When's the new season coming out? <laughs> Next year. January no, 2020. Probably not January. Why? We usually do it after the Oscars. Ah! It's Mar- gonna be a, it's March gonna be, 2020. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a while. But you know what? That just gives you time to catch up on all the great episodes we did mm-hmm. before. Him. 20 full episodes after today. I mean, no. <laughs> it's, well, it's more than that. But oh. It's it's fine. We did 19 and 19. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Wait. I yeah, let's, good, let's, get the, let's get the party started. You're now rocking with TDF Everything. Movies versus matrimony. Round 19 of season two of Movies versus Matrimony. Well, it's actually not round 19 of season two. It's yeah, round it's 19 of the whole thing, isn't it? No. Oh, yeah, we just did. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. The theme song just told us it was round 19. I was just, you know. Anyway, if you listened to be, if you just tuned in somehow, like you skipped forward and missed all that preamble, just know that. Idiot, go back. <laughs> Just know this is the last time we will be doing the show in this format. 
where I pick 10 movies I think Pauline doesn't like and she picks 10 movies she thinks I don't like. And randomly, the day we're recording, we figure out whose movie is going to be debated and who debates whether or not their movie is good. The best. Oh, I think that's it. Explain a little bit. More. No, it's easy. That was easy. There's no, there's no confusion whatsoever. None. Okay. <sighs> Someone will have to defend the hooves. Oeuvres. <laughs> Again, if you skip the beginning, you are missing out on quite a bit. Anyway, uh, let's let's go to the comment section because I don't actually remember how this goes. Mm-hmm. The comment section. We're there. I forgot to mention we're there. Uh oh. Oh no. I lost the email. We actually got an email. Oh, no, I know where it is. We got an email? Gosh darn it. Why is this taking forever? Here we go. <coughs> this is from Kayla Wilson. You can verify this is a real email. Mm -hmm. Hi there. I'd be grateful if you could please pass this on to the right person. My name is Kayla Wilson. I have multiple clients who are relevant to your website, and I would just like to find out if you accept sponsored posts. If you do accept sponsored, I would be grateful if you could please let me know how much you charge for each and any additional requirements you have. Kind regards, Kayla Wilson. Did you respond telling her, yes, we charge $50 per post? No, I told her this is a podcast idiot. Now get me my scarf. <laughs> we could have been monetizing and now we're not it's not we're not a website we're a podcast oh yeah <laughs> uh there's that um there's only one more i'm gonna be honest with you this uh it's been slim pickings this comes from paranormal problem solver what the hell is happening? Sahi kahana. Then like a palm up. Like, hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> when you have limitless power behind your back, everybody start admiring you, right? And then another like, hello? <laughs> Thank you. Great. I don't know what to do with that information. Feeling pretty good about all of these comments. Oh, no. That's old. Yeah, I think that was it. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, so, one great big amount of encouragement, and then one, like, you know, I don't know, man, if you even know what you're getting into. Anyway, that, that's the end of the comment section. Sorry for taking up your time. Now, we've got all that out of the way. Who's ready to find out what movie we're doing today? Oh, that's, I'm ready. <laughs> well, I am ready. This is the part where I say the movie so fast and you don't know which one is mine and which one's Pauline. You ready to go? <laughs> this is going to take a while. It's going to be weird. How to Turn Your Dragon the Incredibles. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's it. We're just going to see mm. which one is which. Um, we'll see you on the other. <laughs> oh my god, just say it. Side. <laughs> Ugh, stop.
What do we say to Whammies? None. N- n- not today and none forever. Well, here we go. The machine of fate has landed on what we will be arguing for this episode. So let me let me pose a question. If I were to tell you that Bob and Helen Parr... The Incredibles. N- <laughs> I guessed it. Yeah, you did. We are... And whose choice is it? Yours. <laughs> so you can expect a high-octane episode from Pauline. Yes, I'm highly octaned. <laughs> Here we go. If you're ready, we're ready. It's almost ready. the Disney boom, castle. Boom, 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 boom. I don't think it's Pixar. It's definitely the Disney mm. castle. <laughs> it is a Pixar <laughs> film, though. <laughs> so you've never seen this movie? Uh, no. You know what I like about it is it's a superhero movie. Some people say it's the best Fantastic Four movie ever, but I don't really care about Fantastic Four, so that that doesn't really appeal to me. Oh. But what appeals to me, like like it's kind of like The Office, the way they're like doing it documentary style. So obviously that's Mr. Incredible. Mm-hmm. I heard he's an idiot. No, he's pretty cool. Especially in the segment, he's a real... Well, I mean, he is dumb when it comes to raising a daughter. I thought he was supposed to be an idiot. No, he's just really strong, and he's not, like, he's not as sensitive as he might need to be but he's not an idiot elastigirl i mean sucks oh, that maybe i Elast- have seen this I <laughs> samuel jackson is frozen i think i have seen it or just i know the characters because yeah. they're everywhere yeah and everyone's always like where is my super suit yeah is this from that yes is that from this story yeah that's from that and uh, this is from this i really pulled my arm oh carry my baton Oh my goodness! It's we'll really painful. <laughs> uh, so this is still back in the day, though, before the government has in, implemented the No Superheroes Act. Oh, I see. What's uh, with his eye mask? Just the domino mask. On. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that comes from just they probably couldn't get the details back in two thousand four. Or whatever. I mean, it came out in 2004, but who knows when they were actually working on it. Well, I mean, her Hers eyes are moving better. with the mask, so I don't think it was that. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like I'm not off to a good start on what <laughs> <laughs> um, You're <clears throat> off to the best start. Hilarious. Um, the other thing I like about this is I'm pretty sure this is a Michael B. Jordan. Uh, score he does the new spider-man movies mm. and i like those scores a lot yeah they're good and like i feel like his scores are usually like jazzy like yeah i could get down with that i was thinking last night how i'd like to go back to chicago sometime soon yeah me too and go to a, a blues bar oh brother what Here's the thing about Domino Mass. I don't think they cover enough of your face for people to be like, oh, that can possibly be... What's a Domino Mask? What he's wearing. Like, is that a kind of mask? Yeah. It's just the eyes. It's called a Domino Mask. Why is it called that? I don't know, because it looks like the two black spots on the tube Domino, maybe. I don't know. Oh, a cat. 
So, you know what's interesting about this Disney Pixar film is I'm pretty sure it's one of the only ones where a like 10-year-old gleefully kills a bunch of henchmen oh, and dear. laughs while he does it. And he's not the bad guy. He's the good guy. Interesting. My mom loves Dash. Who's that? The son oh. that gleefully kills a bunch of henchmen. Oh. oh. So he just accidently well? he just accidentally saved the day while saving that woman's day. It's crazy how good the animation got in the second one compared to this one. This is pretty good. It is, but then you see the second one, you're like, wow, even better. What year is this from? Two thousand four. Is this his son? No, that's the villain syndrome, played by Jason Lee. We all know Jason Lee. Who's that? I'll show you his picture. You'll be like, I know Jason Lee. He's the villain? Yes. So does that guy know? No. So this is he loves superheroes. Both movies actually come like both incredible movies are about normal people who just love superheroes. And then because they get pushed away. So he gets ejected from it because he's like, it's too dangerous. But as I said, he's not that sensitive. So he was probably just like, no, leave me alone. Mm. And this kid was who like put so much effort into meeting his hero and like loving his hero grows up to be like, well, I'll show him. And it's, I like, I like stories like that where like someone that just as easily could have been your best friend becomes your enemy because you don't treat them properly. Here's Jason Lee. You know, my name, oh wait, Almost Famous. Oh. Or, uh, it's the other one he's in that you, definitely would know is this his wife yes well now i think they're just girlfriend and boyfriend oh i see who's it played by holly hunter oh is wow it her arms are weirdly long Mm-hmm. and they do a weird thing with her bum in it with her bum yeah like i feel like at one point she's like uh when she is a mother she like makes sure to like puff it back out so she can like he'll still like my tushy oh why are her arms like that? What are her superheroes? Or She's a last. It's like she can stretch and do. That's how she could do that thing with her bum. Yeah, Holly Hunter. I knew I'd get that right. I like her a lot. She's really good in these roles. And Who plays what? this dad? Did you ever watch that show, Coach? Yes. Yeah, Coach of the show. Coach. Really interesting. Craig T. Nelson. You can see it kind of looks like him, just with mm, blonde hair. Kinda. Very interesting. I'm just looking forward to when they get past this pro, um, epi- yeah, prologue because a really funny part happens with a little kid. Um, yeah, so basically this movie is back in the good days when superheroes were free to roam and save the day. He That's what he loved because that's what he knew how to do properly is be a superhero because I keep coming back to he's not that sensitive or he's not that emotionally sensitive or intelligent okay and um i think that guy's Bomb. anyway um but as you can see they're also causing a lot of damage and so (laughs) oh man is he already the villain or he's just he wants to be a superhero he still is like please let me be the superhero what is Jason Lee for... Oh, yeah, my name is Earl. You know my name is Earl. Yeah, I know who Jason Lee is now. Oh, okay. 
My name is Earl. Yeah. Hey, Earl. Did you like that show? I watched it for a bit. I hate it. I didn't watch it. So why did they rule out things? They just were like costing cities a lot of money and I think like you remember in Batman Begins when um when uh, when Commissioner Gordon at the end was like look like you dress up in your bat suit and then people keep escalating cuz like if we get semi-automatic guns they get automatic guns if we get Kevlar vests they get like armor piercing rounds and so I think the idea is like more stuff like this would happen where kids are in danger trying to emulate superheroes and I see people like that bomb mine guy would keep coming around because you know they always need to like one up whatever is going to stop them from doing what they want to do mm-hmm. here's the last of girls good part I mean maybe not she has a great thing on an elevated train in the second one though I feel like superhero. They love to make superheroes stop trains. Yeah, that does seem to be a thing. It's like, come on. Because I guess it seems like such an impossible. Yeah, I guess so. Feet. I'm not that interested in stopping. Meh. Not into it. This guy sent him to jail. He kind of deserves to have that villain after that. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, what happens is. Once uh, we see past this prologue, you see that he's definitely not in shape like that anymore. He has a desk job. He would rather not be alive anymore because he's just like, this sucks. Wow. And the part I really like is a little kid like just rolls up on him when he's coming home from work one day Mm -hmm. and just stares at him. And he's like, what are you like? What are you looking at? What are you waiting for? And he's like, oh, something amazing to happen. He's just like, oh, me too, kid. I don't f- remember what Frozone's real name is, so I'm just going to keep referring to him as Frozone. Frozono. Yeah. Usher is in the second one. As a Usher? Frozone. Yeah, as a Frozone fan. He actually gets to speak in that, unlike Hustlers. Oh, no, he says Usher. Yeah. Because J-Lo's like, what's your name, honey? But he didn't really need to speak in it, did he? No. I'm just saying I like that he was in The Incredibles, too. I like when people are, like, fans and, like, it would have been enough time for him to be like, yeah, like, this is a... It meant a lot to me back in the day, and now here we are. Here we are. Mr. Incredible sued. Uh-oh. What was he sued for? Oh, the damage he did. Oh, and that I guess <laughs> like broke someone's neck. Oh, without right. killing, I, I think I think that was more the lawyer being like, "Hey, put that on," and it'll look he like just, he did oh, something. Oh, I see. But it is a good. It's a good thing to like investigate, like what what happens when the day was saved. But oh yeah, see, look at all the people with like neck braces <laughs> on. I'm sure they were just working with lawyers. Yeah, yeah. There was they, they needed money. Dinah guy sued. Oh, and then this is a big thing. Is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. <sighs> so here's a big thing: is they're like, uh, well, do you see all that stuff like hang up the cape? Yeah. It you start realizing they at first they think it's just a coincidence that all these heroes are getting killed off, and like a big thing is like don't wear a cape because like you'll get sucked in. 
to like things and it's just something to get caught on. But then you realize it's straight up that kid grew up and was like, I'm just going to kill all the superheroes. Looks like a creepy kid. So Mm -hmm. they did a really good job. And so was the gingers. (laughs) And when they, um, when Spider-Man Far From Home was coming up, people thought that Mysterio would be like the, um, syndrome character or like where he was creating his own monsters to fight so that he could look like a hero and yeah so i guess they were right about that <laughs> spoiler <Yep. alert. laughs> well i didn't give the proper spoiler look at his blonde bushy eyebrows yeah i she loves being um domestic a mom she loves being a mom but she also likes not having to like rush out and save the day why I mean, he less chance like of, it? you know, he absolutely hates it. Like, all he cares about is being a superhero and he can't do it anymore. Look at this woman. She's funny. Yeah, because he had really to, de- cute. he denied her um, request for a loan. Aw, why did he do that? He has to follow the rules and now he's going to try and break the rules for her because he loves helping people. And I guess it's like a parallel to that old woman at the beginning of the movie with the cat. Yeah. And he wants to, he just can't not help. So he's giving her all the things to write down. So that she can actually get approved for her loan. Nice. Oh, it's health health care loans. Yeah, sorry. Maybe she just needs health care. I don't know. I don't actually remember the details. That's okay. Well, I'm glad that's done. It's done now. <laughs> don't you He's worry. funny. I like this character. Who is it? His boss? Yeah. Because, you know, you get it, like, he's so hulking and powerful, but he's held hostage by bureaucracy. William H. Macy in Cartoon Fox? Yeah, or Sean Wallace, or is it, yeah. Who's Sean Wallace? You know. Sean wh- Wallace. One of the teachers in Smell Clueless. Mm. Wallace Sean. Yeah, sounds great. Wallace Sean. You know him from Clueless? You're going to get high. I know, that's, that's, that's I love sniffing glue. Yeah, he's Gilbert Huff. Okay, so here's a big storyline as well. You're gonna get high. Much like his father, Dash, the son, really wants to show off that he can run fast. Sorry, so are all these people just born with superpowers? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're lucky if you, I guess lucky or not lucky, who knows? But yeah, you're born with your you're born with your powers. Okay. So yeah, so like. He uses his speed to, like, pull pranks, but also, like, he, like, tries to join the track team and join the football team because he's like, I can just beat everybody. And so, like, throughout the movie, it's trying to reinforce, like, hey, like, don't use your powers like that because that's not saving anyone. You're just being a jerk, kind of. Yeah. But he's just like, well, what's the point of having these powers if I can't use them? It's not like I'm allowed to be a superhero. I gotta, like, I gotta burn this energy off somehow. Mm Mm-hmm. And the sister. He should be allowed to be a, on the track team. Yeah, but like not allowed to use his speed. Yeah, no, he should be allowed to use it. <laughs> uh, Why not? It's, he was born this way. And the sister. Does Lady Gaga need to remind us? Uh, no, she doesn't. I thought He's we were done with making right all this sense. track, baby. He <laughs> was born this way. The sister, conversely, does not want to show any of her powers. Luckily for her, her power is being invisible. So, oh, that's why it's called the Invisibles. The Incredibles. I can't believe all this noise is happening. No one's gonna be able to hear that. Oh, you're right. Ouch. 
was not expecting that to hurt as bad as it did. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. That was a really good cider. I have pumpkin, you have apple. Yep. Pumpkin, apple. Very, very autumn of us. Mm. <laughs> or are we not supposed to say what time of year it is? People know, know what time of year it is. Oh, okay. That's okay to say. Got it. <laughs> is that the daughter? Yeah. Her name's Violet. She seems like a misfit. Yeah, you know, like ultraviolet. Is that her natural hair color or does she dye it? Mm, I think it's her natural hair color. You know it what's seems interesting? Weird. Is it her real dad then? Because. Oh, like why? Why wouldn't uh, her hair be like any of her parents? Yeah. That's a good point. Um, if you ever listen to um, This American Life, she's she's like a constant contributor to this. Like this is like her only movie. Like you'd think she was like uh, an actress, but it was just like no, we really like your. Um, voice. Joie de vie. We just like she's got a very like unique voice. Why can't he get a bigger car? He's not having money. He got sued. Remember, he's got like no money. She's working that dead end job. <laughs> this is where the kids. Look at his skinny ankles. Yeah, I don't like the way he's built. Why I'm is be this honest. happening? <laughs> I don't like the way he's built. If I'm being Even if you don't have much money, you should at least buy a oh, car. Oh, I can't believe he broke his car. Uh-oh, he's sad. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh, oh, Yeah, dear. this is the kid. What kid? The one that's like, I don't know, something amazing. Like <laughs> <laughs> his stupid face, that's funny. It'll happen later, don't worry. It did not happen, it's just... Okay, how many kids do they have? Three. And this kid has, like, all the powers. All of them? You so the whole of this movie until you get to the end credits, you don't you just think it's a normal kid, mm-hmm. but then at the end of the m- movie, they have like a post credit scene where they're off fighting a bad guy, and the babysitter's like, Ah, uh, excuse me, but I think your kid is there's something wrong with your kid, and it's like blowing fire, it's got a tail, it has like laser eyes. I feel like I have seen this, I'm sure you've seen a bunch of like, stuff, like, there's probably like just it's been on places I've been. Mm-hmm. But the second movie is all about him and his powers. The baby. It's not all about him. It's more about the mom actually being selected to like test out being out in the field as a superhero again and not the dad and the dad being like, mm, or I can I'm do it. The man. Yeah, he's like, no, I think I should do it. And. They're like, no, let the last girl do it, and she's kind of like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly. But then she gets out there and she's like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, Violet seems not like one of their kids. And then, so for most of the second movie, he has to deal with Violet because he's constantly trying to get her to have a date with that boy you just saw, and he just keeps the kid that was riding the bike. No, no, no. The one that was walking oh, down the oh, yeah, stairs okay. and then looked and she disappeared. Um, because, funnily enough, even though this movie came out in 2004 and the other movie came out like 15 years later, it actually takes place right after. It's like a direct sequel. Look at how many times he's... Oh, see, that's a new power she didn't know she had. I mean, obviously she knew she could use it, but it's like... Oh, why are her She did a force like, field oh, thing. So what exactly about this do you like? What do you mean? Are you not having a good time? 
<laughs> what do you mean? I don't get it. What do you mean? What do I? What do I like? I like superheroes. This just seems like. You know they're gonna I guess like. Guess is fine. You know they're gonna have to like put on their suits and like do superhero stuff. This is just to like set the scene, of like look at how terrible their life is when they're stuck just having to be normal. It's nice that they're still together. Yeah, they'll never not. Oh, his name's Lucius. Is that his name? I guess. Who is this? Samuel L. Jackson? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, wow. He always feels shoehorned in, but I'm no, I'm fine with that. Like, I don't ever feel like he has anything of value to do. Hmm. Um, so his superpower is turning water into ice? He can just make ice wherever he wants. And as you can see, he... They, he's lying, being like, oh, let's go bowling, but really, they're going to go, like, fight crime. Secretly. So they're just doing it hiddenly? Yeah, like, they wear, like, they wear masks. Like, they oh, don't wear, full like, masks. No, like, balaclava, what is it? Oh. You know, like, that yeah, type. Yeah, So that no one can know. But I feel like I would definitely be like, oh, there's a black guy making ice. I think it's Frozone. Remember how everyone <laughs> knew Frozone, the only black superhero? Well... And it stands to reason that the hulking guy beside him is Mr. Incredible because, you know, how they used to work together all the time. And there's no one that big. Like, who is that gigantic? Yeah. There's a very funny scene where he tries to put on his old costume and they use it as a trailer. Like, that was the whole trailer, just him trying to get his suit back on. Stop it. Why does Frozone have to be wearing a turtleneck? I guess it just like looks close enough to what he already was wearing when he was a superhero so that kids can be like, oh, that must be Frozone. I couldn't tell because he's bald now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this movie. I like that wedding ring. That's a good detail. At least this is better than that stupid Batman one you made me watch. Who's this? <laughs> oh, did you did you ever watch Rush Hour with Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker? You can rest assured I did not. Okay, well, that's Chris Tucker's um, partner in that movie is the voice of that woman you just saw. She's dead now, so that's sad. Oh, what's her name? Why isn't she like third build? This is ridiculous. Elizabeth Pena. Hmm. Can I see this a picture? Is her look. Why did she die? I don't know. Let's see if was she IMDb Ill? used to tell you why someone died, but really? Yeah, she died at fifty-five, so it wasn't natural causes. Well, unless, unless she was sick. Well, yeah. Sorry, I always just always thought that it meant that like natural causes was just like of old age. But you're right. Yeah. See, this is like how they're doing the thing, but like you can still see his black hand making ice. I just feel like everyone would be able to piece this together. You might as well just do it. Clearly the city doesn't care that much. I'm going to go to Wikipedia to find out why Elizabeth... What did I even say her name was? (laughs) Elizabeth Pena. I really liked her in Rush Hour and was so sad that she didn't come back in the second one. Well, you know what? They just let a bunch of the fiery logs hit these people they're saving. They're really not very good superheroes. No. And they bash through a wall, which would then let the fire into the other side. Seems weird. Uh, Cirrhosis? Is that a thing? Oh. Psoriasis of the liver? 
Cirrhosis. Cirrhosis of the liver. Is she an alcoholic? Due to alcohol, yes. Oh, let me see. <laughs> exactly what it said. Oh, shoot. Tanya married William Stephen Keebler. What is this? She wasn't married to that guy, was she? William Stephen Kibler, yeah, in 88. Their marriage later ended in divorce. In 94, Pena married Hans Rolla. That's who I saw as her husband. She had two children, Fiona and Kaylin. Pena died on October 14, 2014 at Cedars Sinai Medical Center at the age of 55. The cause of death listed on her death certificate was cirrhosis of the liver due to alcohol, which caused acute gastrointestinal bleeding. They're causing a lot of damage. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. Wow, she was in movies in 79. Yeah, I really like... Well, so in this movie, she's... She has a lot of credits. Holy. She's the sidekick of the bad guy. Jeez, sucks that she did that to her life. It's very sad. Sorry, Elizabeth. God bless your soul. How? She, years active? 1976 to 2014? That's not 55 years, is it? No. Oh, that's just how many years she was, like, um, that's when her career started? Yes. Yeah. She's born in 55 or something like that, right? It wasn't. I think um, Elastigirl figured it out. Why? She's just good at knowing her husband but also stuff like that like, he like has embers glass. <laughs> no it's glass oh. on his thing from and she probably just knows how he operates she probably is like yeah you smash through things this is you <laughs> smashing through things oh dear they're having a domestic mm-hmm. whatever shall they do maybe they'll check out the parental guide Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The parental guide. (laughs) How is this? Oh, yeah. Remember the big sick? No, it's PG. PG, okay. This is the daughter, by the way. This is Violet uh, Sarah Vowell. Do you recognize that name? No, but... What is that? What's happening? What am I supposed to get from this? Yeah. What? Psycho killer. Oh, okay. Qu'est-ce que c'est? Because of his eyes. Better. Run, 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 run away. I think it's too late for that. Wait, why is it G now? Oh, it is rated G now. It was PG before you started singing. Okay. Told you. Sex and nudity, mild. Okay, great. Elastigirl at the beginning of the film is shown wearing a leotard revealing her thighs. She has a very curvy body, thin waist, and big thighs and rear. And throughout the movie, I got a horny. Multiple shots of it are shown. And she's seen wearing a very tight super suit and black leather heels. And it makes me horny. Stop it. Stop. (laughs) Not too bad at all. What the hell? <laughs> what a Not weird... too bad at all. <laughs> they, I just want to point out how many times that person mentioned thighs. I'm pretty sure it was two, maybe three. Uh, Mr. Incredible pats Elastigirl's backside, and then she returns the favor. Oh, yeah. Like, you think she's out of the room, but she brings her arm back around to hit him on the butt. 
There, here's uh, Elizabeth Pena. Oh. And this is probably a penis joke. Sharpening her HB. Yeah. Oh no, it's wrong seem, character. Penisy. <laughs> uh, Alaska girl does something suggestive on Bob on top of a building. Oh brother. A long-term couple kisses several times, flirts, pinches each other on the bum, and acts passionately in love. It's disgusting. Alaska girl thinks it's that Mr. Disgusting. Incredible is cheating on her, but it he says isn't. It's disgusting? No, I just put that. Oh, okay. In there. <laughs> yeah, she thinks that he's cheating with uh, the villain sidekick, uh, Elizabeth Pena, but he isn't. Obviously, he's just like excited at the opportunity that someone's like, "Do you want to be a superhero again?" And he's like, "Yes, I will abandon everything for this opportunity." <laughs> Um, Dash is shown cuddling Violet while they are sleeping. When Dash wakes up, he freaks out and acts all disgusted. Violet and Dash are sister and brother. I can't believe that's where they went with that. Yeah. What a disturbing film. This guy got fired. What guy? Uh, Mr. Incredible. Why did he get fired? I don't know if he did. But I do think that... uh, when he helped that woman, that comes back to bite him in the ass. And I think that's what's happening now. I see. Mirage tends to speak in flirtatious way. Oh, her name's Mirage, maybe? I don't know. Syndrome catches the Incredibles and is surprised that Mr. Incredible married Elastigirl when then he then looks at the kids and says, and got busy. Ooh. I got busy. Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl repeatedly kiss and playfully, playfully goose each other. Goose? What is Never this? heard of goosing. This is ridiculous. Elastigirl checks out her rear in the mirror. Mirage wears an outfit that reveals a bit of cleavage and it makes me horny. Stop! <laughs> Dash makes fun of... See, like, he can control him and he has to work so hard to be like, oh, I'm not gonna punch you, but I could look at the feet, the anger in his face. He doesn't look angry. <laughs> <laughs> I I forgot that he does that. I knew he had to get fired eventually because that's what propels him to be like, yeah, I'm just going to be a superhero now and goes off to that island. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> that wasn't it. I was going to say, this isn't in the parental guide? Well, I haven't got there yet. Man I'm gets s- thrown through wall. It is in full body cast. Violence. Overall, lots of mild action. Never too bad. Can be a bit intense at times. Punching, kicking, people getting severely injured. Dash is chased by men, jets, who have guns. He punches a man and gets thrown by him. He is unarmed after this scene. Multiple fight scenes in which people are hit, kicked, or punched. A man is punched and loses several teeth. In a scene where Mr. Incredible talks to Edna Mode about a new super suit, Mr. Incredible talks about having a cape and Edna shouts no capes and lists many superheroes who lost their lives because of their capes. In following order, Thunderhead, Star, you know what? I don't care. Several scenes in which multiple flying devices piloted by evil henchmen explode during a chase. That's where they're definitely being killed during those explosions. I see. Several scenes in which multiple, whatever. A robot is shown attacking a city, hitting buildings, and crushing cars. A car hits a fallen tree. Yeah, we saw that. Two scenes in which two characters are killed by sucked in, by getting sucked into a jet engine. Yeah, this is this kid gonna grow to be a villain? No, no, he's just he just really wants something amazing to happen, like when he saw him lift up his car. Oh. Uh, Look at this little shrine he's built for himself. Mm-hmm. I'm so cool. 
profanity. Startled, the character blurts what the, then trails off before finishing interjections of oh my gosh and geez pop out of characters' mouths at a number of times. What do you think of that, Pauline? Well, I don't know. Geez is a pretty crazy thing to have said. Why did you give me that look? <laughs> what? This look. Why? I didn't do that. You did! <laughs> uh, alcohol and drugs. Edna Mode smokes a cigarette. A character consumes or is about to consume wine in a mixed drink. One of Syndrome's henchmen opens a bottle of champagne while playing a sadistic drinking game with his comrades. A couple of innocuous alcohol references. That's that. I think her name's Mirage. Sounds pretty tame for yeah. a G movie. Although I'm surprised with the alcohol and cigarette, it's not PG. I thought it was PG for sure. Because I, did, I didn't think you could get away with as much violence as what happens in this actual movie. Oh, I guess, yeah. It doesn't really seem that violent yet. Because it's a cartoon, you know? Yeah. Cartoons aren't really real, Samuel. But I just feel like even... Let's say they, those people really did need those neck braces. Like, that's usually not something that comes up in a cartoon of, like... Oh, like, because that happened to them, he actually got sued and lost all his money. Yeah, but kids won't understand that either. It's true. Like, unless you're, like, a genius baby. Remember that movie? No. Oh, I watched it twice. There's a movie called Genius Baby. Baby Geniuses. Starring Kathleen Turner. Who's that? Oh, <laughs> the the stepbrother's like girlfriend? That's Catherine Hahn. Oh. <laughs> uh, this is Baby Geniuses. That's Kathleen Turner. Oh. Hmm. You watched that? Twice. It seemed... I I was sold on the... Is that Kim Cattrall? Yeah, Kim Cattrall's in it. Wow. So the idea of that movie is babies are geniuses before they learn how to talk, basically. Like, basically before they turn two. Like, they're geniuses. They know everything. They know all the languages. And they speak to each other. They just don't speak to adults. And then, basically, these bad guys decide they're going to just, like mind that so they can sell it as a serum to people later like being like oh like you can be as smart as a baby for the rest of your life (laughs) why is he blow drying the books uh he set off the fire alarm and it soaked all the books in his shrine or whatever i don't remember shriny the house they have to move into in the second one even sicker sick you'd like it it's so sick Stop. What does sick mean? It's stupid. I only know one term, sick. As in, I feel sick. Yeah, you'll feel sick about how sick it is. <laughs> no, I won't. I can on- honestly say this movie hasn't entrapped me. <laughs> Fair enough. It'll get there, don't you worry. I think this is where he finally is like, yeah, I'm going for it. I'm going to be a superhero. I'm going to call Mirage. Get flown off. This is the only thing. I'm pretty sure that this movie is steadily like in the 60s, but people have like space age technology. Like, look at this spaceship. Hmm. 
so yeah, anyway. She's a villain too? She won't end up being, I'm pretty sure she dies, but I think like the idea is that she is working for the villain and then what gets her is he wants to, he's, he wants to kill Mr. Incredible so bad that he like aims a missile at like a plane that Elastigirl is flying and they're like, oh my goodness, like there's kids on that plane. And he's like, yeah, so what? And she's like, I can't believe you would try and kill kids. I'm not into it. And then wow. she tries to help them. Look, he's too fat to go into the thing. Oh, dear. <laughs> What's he going to do? He's like well, it going seems up. like they got him in. Yeah, so. yeah. So they're going to, they're going to, I think they're just testing like how good he is or something right now. But I don't think he knows it's a test. I think he's legitimately like, okay, I'm going in. Let's do this. And then they trap him on that island. Where's this? Some island it's that like they, Jurassic Park. Yes, and he has to fight um, dinosaurs. I don't think he gets trapped this time, but he does eventually get trapped on this island, and that's when the family has to come together, and that's when he realizes, oh, like we should be doing this as a family, not like uh, just me. Hmm. A lesson he immediately forgets in the second movie. And as I said, it's literally like seconds after the movie ends. Second. Like literally it, seconds. It's like the movie ends, you'll see where it ends. And then like the next movie legitimately just starts like on that scene again. And then you just like pull out and then they start going with the movie. And he's already forgotten that he was like, we should do this as a family. I, w- I wouldn't lose my footing for that. I wouldn't slide down no. on my back. This seems like the worst part of being a superhero. The actual having to get places without like a mo- like a Incredimobile. Incredimobile? Yeah. <laughs> pinchy, pinchy. Pinchy, pinchy. Oh, Joe pinched me and I have a bruise. Did you see that he's bleeding? Her. Oh. Did you get her back good? Or? Yes. Oh, I got her back really good with your teachings. <laughs> Look at this. I would be very scared that I would die. I see what they're doing. They're going to put them there, and then te- they're more testing the robots. So, like, if it can beat Mr. Incredible, it can beat any superhero. Hmm. So, if you just saw so what he tried to So, they're just using tra- him as a pawn? Yes. He thinks he's legitimately saving the day, and they're just like, we're just going to get him to fight our robots, and then when it beats him, it'll know how to beat all the other superheroes. (laughs) (laughs) He's almost about to die in the lava. You don't seem that concerned, but... Could be it for Mr. Incredible. I can't say I'm concerned. He did it. He beat the machine. Yay. And he threw his back out doing it. Oh, he didn't beat it. I really thought he beat it. (laughs) He really fucking lied to me. Yes. Whatever happened to the hot part that would have definitely melted him by now? 
Well, it's obviously not, not because the movie would end way too early if that was the case. Wouldn't it? No, there's three other family members that could help right now, plus a baby. That the plus movie, a baby. The movie could have been like, oh, you know, he died, but his baby Jack Jack took over for him. Is his baby named Jack? Yeah. Aw, it's like Antonio's baby. Yes. And Luke's. <laughs> that was a very smart way of beating it. He didn't use his brawn. He used its brawn against it. Oh. He's smarter than he looks. Yeah, and that bird is more robot than it looks. I wonder if you're supposed to know right away that that's the kid or if they tried to like keep that as like a little secret till the end. Again, what's with the domino mask? She already knows who he is. Yeah, I don't get those masks. Like, she invited him there, and she went to his place of business, so she knows that he is whatever the fuck, Par. What's his name? I've never seen this before. Baby Genius has got a six on Metascore. Six? (laughs) It's lower on IMDb. It's a 2.6. Ridiculous. And Metascore is out of 100. That's not like a 6 out of 10. <laughs> 6 out of 100. So stupid. <laughs> That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. <laughs> you can see some of her cleavage. Ooh. They really don't want you to know like what her ethnicity is. Like she's everything. She's every woman. Do 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 do. Do 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 you think he just knew he was gonna survive that, or like, oh, they're about to do it? He's finally a an engaged family member now that he got a little taste of doing what yeah. he likes. Well, that's because he's going off to do more stuff like that. Wouldn't she be like that? This this is bad. Oh, there you go. See? Oh, yeah. Pinch your <laughs> butt. <laughs> pinch, pinch your butt. <laughs> They're goosing. Oh. Oh, I guess he could have just said I got a the opposite of what happened to me. I got a promotion at my fire to job. <laughs> That's how I have so much money. So I have so much money. Look at this. That's crazy. Oh, you can be late for the work you don't actually have. No, you're not. We're not done yet. I forgot about all that sex. It's a lot of sex in a movie. And it's it's rated G. And it doesn't come up in the sex and nudity part. This is where everyone's favorite character comes in, Edna Mode, voiced by the director. You know, the other interesting thing about this is this is directed by Brad Bird, as you you know. Brad Bird was part... Brad Bird! (laughs) He was part of The Simpsons during the good years. So, like, seasons... Well, I'm just going to find out. I just know he's like, all the seasons people agree on are amazing. That's Brad Bird. Hmm. 
Uh oh, he's showing him who's boss. Yeah. But like, oh, wait, he, he that's sounds. A woman? Yeah, but it's voiced by a man. That's a woman? Yeah, voiced by the director. Brad Bird. That's correct. Oh, I love her hair. It's super cute. She looks like. I want to. I can't remember the actress. We should go as that for Halloween. Yeah. I'll go as her. Who do you want to be? The yeah. baby? Yeah, I want to be Jack Jack. Just we'll we'll get a cardboard cut out of fire blowing out of your face. <laughs> oh, People and we'll get it. Did you watch the uh, the music video for "Do the Bartman"? No. <laughs> well, he did that. Do the Bartman. Do the Bartman. Uh, hate to tell you. Uh, made by Michael Jackson. Oh. Produced and written. By MJ? Yeah, and there was a version of it with his vocals actually on it, but then he took them off. Jeez, I wonder why. Why? Because he wasn't allowed to admit that he was in it, because he's in that episode. That's obviously actually him in that Stark Raving Dad episode. But he got listed as some like fake name. Hmm. And then they made a joke about it. In remember that episode where uh, Bart's not allowed to watch the Itchy and Scratchy movie? Yeah. That really broke my heart. I was like, I oh. can't believe they won't let him watch this movie. Were you allowed to watch The Simpsons? Yes. Um, the, like, I didn't know if you had to, like, if you were, like, sneaky. No, no, I was allowed. My parents saw the value in me learning other stuff from it. Yeah. The, um, in that episode... Lisa comes back and she oh, was like, is creepy. She was like, Michael Jackson's in it. Uh, what's his name? Another person who got canceled. Uh, Dustin Hoffman's in it. They use different names, but you could tell it was them. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what happened on The Simpsons. Hmm. Um, Splashdown's a dumb name, I gotta say. Splashdown? Yeah, I don't like that name. Why? So, what is that? What? Who can't look? Oh, watch out for Splashdown. Watch out for Splashy. Maybe they just nickname him Splashy. Fair enough. Splash Attack. <laughs> I want you know that song, Shack Attack. Yeah. Um, in grade seven, Antonia and I used to sing it to our friend Lolly, and because she used to do this a lot, like with her hands for some reason. Like she's a DJ. Yeah, but she's not, and so. <laughs> well, I didn't for think some anyone reason, in grade seven. Whenever was. we do it, we'd say it was Shack Attack. So. We would say, Shack Attack, I want to play bingo like that. <laughs> it was great. Because it doesn't say bingo, right? I don't actually remember the words of that song. I'm quite certain I know it says b That makes more, way more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like her ring? I feel like they did a good job yeah, on her ring. Yeah, they did a great job. I was already looking at that. He shouldn't lie to her. He's an idiot. It's not very nice to do your wife, Daniel. <laughs> you think <laughs> I'm lying about being a superhero? <laughs> See, she ordered... That's some good face drawing. I believe that she's like, oh, this guy's leaving to cheat on me. Oh, yeah, that would be mean. That's what she thinks is happening. Well, how could she possibly think that? Because and why does like, he have such a nice car now? Well, that was part of the montage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just bought it with the... So oh, he, shrimp. like, he's so checked out of 
like he's now that he's fully back in he's back to like being checked out of actually being there emotionally for his family members great so she thinks like a great guy so she thinks oh that's what she's that's what he's going off to do like that's why he's always got to go off for business and stuff he must be cheating on me yeah she was trying to put on a brave face but this time he's gonna get screwed over and he'll be held for ransom they're gonna message her and be like you gotta come save your husband we're doing it and i got bored Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Hello, cool too. I wish every song had to have the person who was singing it its name in it. Really? Yes. I people think I'm joking, but I honestly, unless it's an instrumental, I want to hear them like mention their own name just so I know for sure. Do you mention your own name? Yes, many times. I mean, it's easier if you're a rapper. Oh. Like people expect it more. I don't know. Like, think of all the different names for Jay-Z that he uses. Like, I don't know. Hope. What's his name again in Sean real life? Carter? Yes, Sean Carter. Sean Corey Carter. Hmm. Interesting. I fell yesterday on my walk. Did you hurt? Is that how you hurt your foot? No, but I don't think you can tell, but I got, like, road rash here. And here. And uh, I tripped, I rolled over my ankle, and then I went literally flying onto the road and smashed my body. It was really bad. And then my phone went flying out of my hand and smashing onto the ground. But it's fine. Mm. And I'm fine. High five. (laughs) (laughs) We did it. Uh Uh-oh. How many times is she going to go by this thing? Just learn it already. Details. Why? What's that? It's clearly he he had to stitch it up on his own because it got a hole in. She would be like, it didn't have a hole in it before. You've obviously been going out. I would be more relieved. I'd be like, oh, he's just going out to do superhero stuff. Yeah, same here. I'd be like, thank God. So she called Edna Mode to be like, hey, uh, you you been talking? Who's Edna Mode? The person you're like, I love her hair. Oh. Yeah, her. And and sorry, who is she again? Like. She's basically she Anna does. Wintour. I mean, it looks like she's based off of Anna Wintour, but yes. yeah, the the idea is she make makes the the uniforms and the gadgets and stuff. Is she evil? No, she's a good guy. Oh, wasn't. And in the and in the second one, she has to. No, it has to happen every episode. Um, in the second one, she has to uh, babysit Jack Jack. And you think, like, because she's so, like, straightforward and doesn't care to be, like, loving, that she's just going to be like, meh. But um, one of Jack-Jack's powers is to, like, shapeshift. And so he, like, shapeshifts into her. And she's like, I like this baby. And then, like, just for the rest of the movie, she's like, no, I love him. He's the best. And, like, she likes hanging out with him and is always, like, suggesting that maybe she should, like, take care of him. Okay, he's back with this thing again? Yeah. I don't understand why. Is it the evil guy? Yes. The, he's finally going to see Syndrome. Oh, gosh. What's with his hair? It looks like he's in a cyclone. <laughs> Not quite a Syndrome. I hate it. I hate it so much. His voice really he looks reminds like me someone- of Tristan... He looks like someone I would not be friends with in school. There's no chance. Even as a kid, he didn't look good. Like I Oh, see there. He knew right away that it was Buddy. The kid. 
this is not it's not like a reveal for later he's just like oh you're the kid you're an idiot oh I work alone that's the take of Batman and Robin I like that he only takes Robin in because he's like if I don't he'll basically turn into syndrome you like that I like that idea I, I like it better than just oh I'm just gonna take this orphan why I like that Batman's an orphan yeah, but I like that he's more... I'm talking about more about the making him a superhero as opposed to just taking him in. It's one thing to take the kid in and just be like, you're going to have a good life even though your parents died in front of you. It's another thing to be like, hey, want to come out with me while people shoot at us and try to blow us up and kill us? No, that's what Batman would do with a kid. Makes sense. I just like that when people interpret it more like, I'm going to save you from becoming this angry kid that lashes out. I'm going to try and help you... Um, use what that energy you already have in, in a positive way. Well, I disagree with what you like. <laughs> That's some good water for 2004. I, I think this animation's really great, actually. I was going to say that. Brad Pitt is great at animation. Brad Pitt? Brad Bird. I meant to say Brad Bird. <laughs> Same amount of say, syllables. Like, what the hell am I supposed to be doing with this information? <laughs> no, Brad Bird. I think Brad Bird is top-notch animator, and I like his live-action movies, even though other people don't. What What's his live-action movie? He did a Mission Impossible movie that I loved called Ghost Protocol. Call, call. <laughs> and he did Tomorrowland, which people really like to laugh at, but I think is great. It stars George Clooney and House. Who's that? You know Hugh Laurie? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's on Veep now? Yes. Was Was. on Veep because Veep's done now. Sadly. Yes. I wish it was still there. We should do that as a podcast. Just let's go through uh, Veep again. I'm down. What is this guy doing? Why would you spend the rest of your life doing that? What? Etching your name into the wall with your laser beams. Why not? I don't. I guess what else Maybe are you, you gonna do? Maybe you could move. Yeah. I guess what else are you gonna do? What is this thing? It's trying to scan for him. Oh. And it's gonna come so back. So he thinks he beat him. Yeah. Oh, he's so. Look at that ugh. chin. I really would never be friends with him. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, it. No one was his friend, especially his uh, hero. Because he looks creepy. Maybe. Yeah, now Edna can be like, I'm going to make you all the same suit and you can look like a team instead of just a bunch of randos. Well, I'm glad this is happening. She wants them to be a team? Well, yeah, she wants superheroes to come back. More business for her. She's very selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I think she has a special place in her heart for this family in particular, but yeah. I get the sense that in general, she's not like friends with people. You're going to hit the mic for sure. I'm not. You were going to. And then no, I, I wasn't. Something. I knew exactly what I was doing. I'm not like you hitting the mic every time. Ooh. Oh, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Oh, basically like you hitting the mic. Yeah. 
I don't even like why. Oh, there you go. Jack Jack gets a suit. Aw, he's so cute. Why <laughs> Little is it burning? Because she wants to show that it's flame retarded. Oh. I mean, at this point, you would hope that they also have stuff that goes over their head that would be bulletproof. Yeah, that would be beneficial. I wish I remember that actress's name that I know it's supposed to be Anna Wintour now, but like before I knew who Anna Wintour was, I was like, it's definitely this actress because she sounds exactly the same too. Who? I don't remember her name. Figure it out. She's an Oscar winner too. This is so Kate embarrassing. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Oh, it's Kate Blanchett. Really? Yeah. Was it actually? No. Oh, okay. Then why are you saying that? Because I don't remember it. And I don't like... On yeah, yeah. It's Kate. It's Kate Blanchett. I don't like on podcasts where like, oh, I just can't remember. And then like you think like, just look it up. But I don't know even what to look up in this situation. Like actor that looks like Edna Mode. I guess I can put that. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, this person. Her name is Linda Hunt. Oh, that's clearly who it's after. But I feel like you got it right. Like, she does their fashion. It's supposed to be like Anna Wintour. Yeah, Linda Hunt. She is an Oscar winner, and I feel bad for not remembering her name. What did she win an Oscar for? I'll tell you in just one second. Sagal. Best Supporting Actress in the Year of Living Dangerously. Lee, Lee. What the hell is that? <laughs> Beats me, but Mel Gibson's in it, so I'm probably not going to revisit it or visit it. <laughs> <laughs> but Sigourney Weaver is in it, and I do like Sigourney Weaver. A young Australian reporter tries to navigate the political turmoil in Indonesia during the rule of President Sukarno. Sukarno. With the help of a diminutive photographer. And that diminutive photographer is definitely played by Linda Hunt. And nice. Oh, Holly Hunt and Linda Hunt? Holly Hunter. Oh, Hunter. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, probably problematic because Linda plays Billy Kwan, who I'm almost certain is supposed to be an Indonesian character. And she is definitely not Indonesian. Born in Yikes. Morristown, New Jersey. <laughs> to almost certainly 100% white parents <laughs> is the actor who played Billy Kwan. Well, maybe not. You don't know. Maybe you should research her. I've seen images. I, I get the sense that she definitely was playing someone who... I mean, she's always got that look, though, so... Hard to tell. Anyway, yeah, I always thought Edna Mode was supposed to be Linda Hunt. But I feel like you're right about the Anna Wintour thing. Only because Brad Bird probably would, because I, I feel I told you this already, but apparently anyone tour was like anyone who appears in, um, the Devil Wears Prada will no longer be invited to my stuff and is not a friend of mine. What? Because that was about her. And how shit she is. I thought she was in that movie. No. But then she did that. Wasn't she in Ocean's Eight and Anne Hathaway's like in that movie too? 
But I think she was more saying like anyone like in the fashion industry that shows up in that movie will be persona non grata to me. I I didn't think it was about her. It is. It, the, the, it's like a it's a memoir about someone's time working for Anna Wintour. Really? Yes. Huh. And she was none too pleased with it. Well, so any designer expect? you saw in that movie was really taking a stance. What did you expect? Because, like, she, if that was based off her, then she's crazy. Yeah, she's a megalomaniac, just like a bunch of other people. What does megalomaniac mean? It means you've got a big head. You know, like you're like, I am God. Really? Do things for me. Is that actually what it means? That's, that's the gist of it. I can look it up for you. Please. Do. I always wondered what it meant. Damn it. It's just, if you look it up on thing, it just comes up as... The album? Like Incubus song. Aqua <laughs> album. <Yeah. laughs> Radio show. It's an obsolete name for a narcissist. Oh, okay. So you were right? Yeah. The first time I heard it was when my mom was talking about how Puff Daddy deals with people. She's like, he's a megalomaniac. Really? And then she didn't discuss it further, and I just got from context clues what she must mean. Is he? I've got to imagine, yeah. We, he once made Usher sing so much that he coughed up blood. He wouldn't let him out of the booth. He's like, nope, keep going. You'll get it. You'll get it. And Usher was like... <laughs> Yikes. Is he just realizing how many people are dead? Oh, there he Do you is. think Usher was like, painful pleasure? I think he was just like, I'm 16, please let me go. Oh. <laughs> was he actually only 16? Yeah, he was really oh. young when this was happening. I think he was just like, I can't believe I signed up for this. Please How let me out. How old is Ursher? I'm going to say 40. Possibly okay. 41. Let's find out. And is he married? Actually, wait, maybe. Oh, yeah, he's 40. Hmm. Well, he will be 41 October 7th. 14th. You were close. I knew actually it was somewhere around my birthday. He is currently divorced. Oh. No. He's married to Grace Miguel. They got married September. No. They separated in 2018. I thought it was just September 2018. Yeah, everyone. I always just thought he was from Atlanta. He's from Texas. Dallas, Texas. Hmm. Do you like Usher? Yes. Yes, I do. Like, you like him as a person and his music? I don't know him as a person. I, I know what you mean. I'm, what I mean by that is, like, I don't actually have a good, like, handle on what even he wants to put out into the world as his personality. Okay. I just, like, I just find him very talented, and I like him, and I want him to succeed. Uh... I don't know, though. Like, I'm sure I could get burnt on that. Like, find out that he's trash or something like that. Oh. But uh, not really digging into his personal stuff, I find him to be very talented, and I like him. Didn't he supposedly like to get peed on or something, too? 
No, there was just like a year, I think 2016 or 17, where a bunch of people coming up being like, this guy gave me uh, syphilis or something. Oh, and w- weren't, like, wasn't there a lot of gay rumors too? Yes, because men were coming up being like, this guy gave me. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. And the first person he married was like, essentially like, just looked like she could have been his mom. Like, and I, I feel like a lot of people were like, doesn't seem like he's like in love with this person. So he's like, he was like, yeah, sure, you. <laughs> Go ahead. You seem like you'll make me dinners. Yeah, sure, you. Well, maybe he's bisexual, and that's fine. I always thought that that was just a thing that he was openly bisexual, because I know his big relationship was Chili from TLC. Really? Yeah, that's what that album Confessions is about. Uh, what? How, how much he cheated on her and stuff. Wow. Learning so much. This is so weird. It says Usher Raymond 3 died of a heart attack. And I'm like, is that him? And then I realized, no, it's his father. His father is Usher Raymond the third, So he's definitely the fourth Usher yeah. Raymond. That's too many. Like, you need <laughs> to, like, switch it up. Well, I think they beg to differ. Yep. He, I remember his big thing was he loved Krispy Kreme donuts. And like that was... Like, really? Yeah, he just wanted to own a Krispy Kreme's donut. And they were like, no. The and dad? No, no, Usher. Oh. Usher legitimately was like, I want, like, I'm famous now. Can I please have a, a Krispy Kreme? And they were like, nah. Really? I'm sure he got it anyway, but I feel like they gave him like a hard time about it. Hmm. And then he used to be part owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers, but then they stopped playing his music in their at their games or something. I don't remember. I don't like actually care, purposely? Yeah, there was some beef there. I don't remember oh, what it was. Okay. They were just like, "We're sending Usher a message. This is our confession." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is where the the missile gets shot at them, and people are like, uh, she has to like radio in, being like, "You, there's kids on here. Like, please stop what you're doing." And does he stop? No. Oh. But uh, our good friend Mirage tries to help them out. Mirage. But not before getting punched out by Elastigirl for being like, "Don't rub my rhubarb." What? Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> what? What are we talking about here? Yeah, when Joker doesn't like that, uh, Bruce Wayne was over at Vicky Vale's in the first Batman movie. And he's like, Vicky Vale. Yeah, and he's like, Is this because I saw, when I came home, I saw that you were watching some sort of Batman compilation? What do you mean compilation? I watched Batman 89 and I thought I was going to watch Batman Returns and then I didn't. (laughs) Uh, But in Batman 89, he comes over to talk to Vicky Vale and Bruce Wayne's already there because he was about to admit that he's Batman to Vicky Vale. And then. Joker's just like, Miss Vale, another rooster in the hen house. And he goes, Bruce, Wayne, Nespa. And then... He uh, says that? Yeah, and then Bruce Wayne tells that story where he's like, I want to tell you about my friend, Jack. Real messed up kid. Used to kill people for fun. And then Joker goes, I like him already. And then... Who's playing him? Jack Nicholson. Oh, okay. And then michael keaton in a a moment that i'm like this has to just be his idea i can't imagine this was in the script takes a fire poker smashes vicky vale's vase and goes now you want to get nuts come on 
let's get nuts. Batman does that to Vicky Vale? No, he smashes her stuff and then to scare oh. the Joker. I know that he's doing it to like draw attention. Smash her face. No, her vase. Oh, I'm like, wow, that definitely must have been an ad lib. And then he's like, and then Joker just goes, tell me, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? And that's what he said before he killed Batman's parents. So he goes like, what did you just say? And he's like, "Eh, I always ask that of all my prey. I just like the sound of it. And he shoots Batman. I mean, Bruce Wayne. And then when Batman slumps, I know, I know I keep saying Batman and Bruce Wayne, but when Bruce Wayne slumps to pretend that he's dead, Joker leans in and goes, never rub, around, never rub another man's rhubarb. And I was like, that's a good one. So Joker was with Vicky though? No, he just wanted to be. He oh. just decided, oh, she's hot. I want to be with her. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's what Elastigirl says to Mirage. Never rub another man's rhubarb and punch really? her in the face. No, I just thought it would be funny if she oh said Oh my it. god, you're so confusing. <laughs> but she does punch her. Oh my her. gosh, she's this nerdy teen. That's yeah, okay. she's the one that realizes Jack-Jack has powers. But not yet. Funny. So, who's Vicky Vale? Kim Basinger. But who, it, like, what character is she? In the comics, she's a reporter. Oh, but right, right, in right. the movie, she's just a photographer that falls in love with Batman. Oh, I thought she was a reporter too. In that, she works with a reporter, but she's just a photographer. Oh, okay. How was the movie for you? I love it. I think it's amazing, and I feel like people really disrespect the amount of work Jack Nicholson put into it. Why do you think that? I feel like once Heath Ledger came out, they're like, that's the best Joker. Don't even talk about other Jokers. It's that or Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill plays um, Joker in the Batman cartoons. Oh, like okay. Like the, the one we watched on this podcast. Okay. Which undoubtedly is good, but I'm like, whatever, man. It's voiceover work. Like, I, yeah, I, it's not the same. I think that it's its own skill, and it's very, very impressive, and... Without a doubt, he is the best person to do it in voiceover, and a lot of people have done it in voiceover. So Mark Hamill is definitely the best at that, and I'm not saying voiceover is like less than. I'm just saying it's two different things, and I really appreciate what Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger did as Joker in live action. Do you appreciate what every Joker has done? I feel bad for Jared Leto. Cause Why? I've well he even said well everyone admitted that the amount of stuff they cut out of his stuff could have made like two other movies. Wow. So we didn't really get a proper take on his thing like it's like chopped up and it was out of his control. I mean as is mostly the case when you're an actor it's kind of out of your control once it gets to the edit. But, like, I feel like they made bad decisions on the edit in terms of what to show you of his performance. I see. And he I don't feels think that I, way, too? I don't... I think he has to be political about it, so I don't think he's ever said something like Cause that. Because he's in it again? He might be. In the Suicide he, Squad? It doesn't seem like he's in the Suicide Squad. I saw the list, and the list looks amazing of people who's going to be in Suicide Squad. I saw it, too. But I think they still have plans to do like a Joker and Harlequin, Harley Quinn movie. Why wouldn't he be in the second one? I think that was a mistake to put him in the first one. Because Joker's not part of the Suicide Squad. And the Suicide Squad... Oh, he's is, not? No, he's... like 
the way Suicide Squad should work is, let's say Batman and Joker are having a fight somewhere else. That's when Amanda Waller, Viola Davis would be like, okay, cool. While everyone's focused on that, you Suicide Squad people go over there and do this secret mission. They shouldn't ever really interact with Joker or Batman because they're supposed to be covert. And the idea is all you're supposed to care about is the people within the Suicide Squad trying to kill each other or like screw each other over. I see. So it was a weird thing when they were like, no, they're just going to be a team that loves each other. And then the Joker will be there as well. Yeah, they really did love each other. Yeah. Whereas I like that this this Suicide Squad looks like it's a bunch of people. And so there's more room for people to get killed off. I see. So you're excited for Suicide Squad? Yes. Yes, I am. When is it coming out? Not for like at the time we're recording, like two years. Really? Maybe three. Oh, I thought it was like something that was coming out like next year. No, they haven't even started filming. Oh, shit a long time in between yes why what happened i th- think they just uh i think dc got worried about uh whether or not people like their movies they've got a good thing going with well i didn't like aquaman but people loved aquaman yeah people loved shazam i thought it was fine shazam was great yeah it's fine um, i think it's more than fine i really liked it Look at them work together here. The mom made yes, herself a boat. And good thing. team. Anyway, um, and so I think they were like, let's let's reassess. And then I think being able to be bring in someone like Idris Elba and probably confirm that Margot Robbie, Viola Davis want to come back. I think those are three big pieces yeah. where you can be like, okay, we're good to go again. Idris, Margot, and Viola are all... Yes. And everyone's favorite, Pete Davidson. <laughs> Pete Davidson. What yes. the hell is he in there? I'm sure he's just a character that gets killed off. Like that that to me seems like a very easy like he's in it for like 2 seconds. <laughs> yeah. I mean basically everyone but Will Smith came back. Maybe he's playing himself, Pete Davidson. It does say extended cameo, so maybe he is playing himself. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe there's something to do with Ariana Grande. Or Kate Beckinsale. Well, by that point in time, everyone will have forgotten about it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Who else is in Storm Reed? Uh, Rue's sister in Euphoria. Oh, really? Yes. When she first got uh, cast, they said she was going to be Idris Elba's daughter, but I don't think they're going to stick to that because I think they're going to switch up who um, Idris Elba is. How? Because he was supposed to replace Will Smith. Like, he was supposed to be dead shot again. Wasn't he in the first one? No. Oh, okay. And I was like, I, I don't think that's the right, that's not the right person to replace Will Smith. They, no, they, they don't uh, have the same vibes yeah. at all. So then they smartly were like, you know what? He's not playing dead shot. He's just going to play his own character. Oh, I'm like, okay. good, smart. Is there, like, specific characters in... In, um... in Suicide Squad, it's usually, in without you can just say Amanda Waller for sure and the person that Joel Kinnaman played um the I don't what was his name again like the lieutenant like he was like the army guy the okay guy that, yeah yeah that guy and uh, Amanda Waller are always part of Suicide Squad who's Amanda Waller Viola Davis oh okay but uh because they're technically supposed to get killed off all the time 
the only people that really stick around. Usually, you wouldn't do it without Captain Boomerang, who was in the movie, the mm-hmm. Australian guy. Yeah. Um, you usually have some kind of monster person. So, Killer Croc, I think this time it's going to be King Shark. King um, Shark. And recently, like in the new 52 comics, they've put Deadshot and Harley Quinn in it. 52? So, there was a... I liked the run. I guess people didn't like it. But basically what happened was every so often DC and Marvel are like, let's just start again. So they do like like they do like what they call like crisis events where like a big event happens that wipes the whole slate clean and you can start from beginning. Oh, okay. And so the the one like in our lifetime that happened was the Flashpoint, which is where the Flash is like, you know what? Yeah, I, I want my mom back. I don't like that she died, so I'm going to just go back in time and make it so that she doesn't die. And that just screws everyone over because yeah. he goes uh, back in time and basically resets everything. And in that timeline, actually, Bruce Wayne dies and not his parents. And so the mom turns into wow. Joker and the dad turns into Batman. What? The mom turns into Yeah, because she's just like, this is she's, fucked. She's... And like she goes insane in wow. that moment of like, I can't believe my son died. Sounds interesting. Um, but And then he fixes it. But once he fixes it, it's still like a new timeline, basically. And so that's what in the comics became the new 52, that new timeline when he fixes everything. It okay. doesn't fully fix everything. And so like... Batman's only been Batman for like five years at this point and like just certain alliances aren't there anymore but I I liked that run I thought it was like a nice clean way to enter and I liked what they did with the Batman characters but in that run yeah they made Harley Quinn like a staple in Suicide Squad and same with Deadshot yeah I see and they were like in a relationship in that run mostly to make the Joker jealous well yeah I feel like anything to do with Harley Quinn is to make the Joker jealous yes but usually she's, all, I mean, not usually, she's also um, p- in relationships with Poison Ivy. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, like, it started off that Poison Ivy just wanted to be with Harley Quinn, and then they wrote it. I think this would have been after New 52. They were just wrote it that um, Harley Quinn's like, yeah, sure, let's get together. Is Poison Ivy in the Suicide Squad? No, but she is in a group with Harley Quinn. Like, they have their own adventures together. Oh. And sometimes it's Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, and Catwoman together. Hmm. Which is what we thought they were going to do. But I don't know if you, you... You remember that trailer that was in front of... Oh, wait. No, you didn't see it, too. Um, there's a new Harley Quinn movie called Birds of Prey. and that is it Margot Robbie? Yes. But it... Made oh, more really? sense for them to do Catwoman, Harley, and Poison Ivy, but they're doing Harley, uh, Black Canary, and Huntress. Who's Black Canary? In the comics, she's like one of the best fighters, and she can. Um, Never heard this. She thing. has like a like like a siren screen or whatever. Like basically, if she screams, it will like it can knock you over and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. Um, she's being played by Jesse Smollett's sister. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And Huntress, depending on which version you get, is either the uh, daughter of a mobster, or some in some continuities and on different Earths, she's Batman and Catwoman's daughter. Really? Yeah. 
but not in like the main continuity. There's just a, like a version where like it's Batman and Catwoman's daughter. So is that who like ultimately ends up together? Is Batman and Catwoman? That is in the new comics. It seems like Batman has decided I love Catwoman. Like that's who I want to be with. Hmm. So they're still making actual comic books. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And you don't like them? No, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. It's. I mean, it's hard to find like a version that I can stick with for Batman in particular. Why? Well, they just do so many different versions. Like, I think recently Commissioner Gordon was Batman, not Bruce Wayne. And I was just like, I don't want to read that. I don't care for that. It might be good, but I'm just like, no, nah, I don't, yeah, don't care about that. Yeah, not into it. Um, they do, like, a lot of Batman International. So, like, he basically, Bruce Wayne has been like, oh, I fund Batman. That way he can, like, still be seen as helping Batman without people being like, oh, it's him. So he's just like, no, I just, I've installed a Batman in every country. And so, like, you, there's a, like, Nigerian Batman. There's, like, a thing. And I'm like, I don't actually want to read that either. Like, it's cool, but I'm just like, nah. I just want to read about Bruce Wayne. Interesting. Well, that's been the Incredibles episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be honest, I have found that a lot more interesting. Well, I am looking forward to that Birds of Prey movie. And everyone's favorite, Ewan McGregor, is Black Mask. I do like Ewan McGregor. We all know Black Mask is the uh, villain whose last name I cannot pronounce. Cyanesis. Cyanesis. He, I don't know if he killed his parents, but he certainly made his Black Mask out of the coffins of his parents. Yeah, so Black Mask literally has a black mask covering his face made from his parents' coffins. Oh, dear. He has not been shown with that mask on in the trailer, but this is what he looks like in the comics. Oh, God, he's creepy. Yes. And that's a Batman villain? Yes. Never heard of that one. Because he's he's the perfect villain to put in like a Harley Quinn movie where it's like, you don't have to worry about her going up against like somebody with superpowers or something. He's he doesn't just, have superpowers. He's just crazy. No, he's just crazy. He's very vindictive. and. Um, but Harley Quinn doesn't have superpowers, does she? No. That's why I, I was saying like it's good to use him. Here's another one with Black Mask. In the trailer, mm. he doesn't have the mask on, though. He just looks like he's having a grand old time as Ewan McGregor with glasses on. So he's like a, basically like another Joker. No, he would be closer to, remember Maroney in Dark Knight? The guy that was yeah. like, you can't yeah. kill me from this height. And Batman's like, yeah. I'm counting on it. He's like that only I'm like, oh, I'm counting on it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that, like, he's got a mask on and is way more aggressive with his stuff like he's not he's not he wouldn't be like well yeah that's you know what let's have a meeting and we can all be friends like us all of us gangsters here and mobsters like we can all he would just be like no i'm just gonna kill everyone who opposes me and then do what i want to do and what's his main goal is he want to get batman too i don't think he cares about batman unless batman's trying to stop him okay so he's not like joker where joker's no joker like is obsessed with batman 
So his name is Roman Sionysis. I, I honestly don't know what, like how to pronounce his name. I've never heard someone say it the same way twice. Oh. Well, the way you're sounding it, make or saying it makes it seem like that's how it's said. Oh, wow. Never mind. I guess in the comics he's supposed to be a friend of Bruce Wayne as a kid because his parents and Thomas and Martha Wayne were friends. Oh, really? And like they got, went in on business deals together. Hmm. So you missed her get punched by Elastigirl. No, I saw it. Oh. And she's bad, the blonde chick? She's like decided to not be bad and she actually helped them when the when they were shooting missiles and stuff. Oh, okay. And she's But she's in of, love with him. No, no, she doesn't love him. She's just like, I don't want to actually be part of like this group that's up for killing kids. Oh, because she seemed like she was having a quite the embrace. With he him. saved her, like, because she was like strapped up to die, and she was just like, "Oh, thanks." Oh. What does the sun do in this? He just runs really fast. Oh, right, but like, how is that helpful? Remember when they were able to go across the water? He was the engine. He was. Oh, right. He kind of seems like the most useless one of the bunch. He's the most game, so he's the most fun to act. Like if you were actually wa- like if we were both actually watching, he's the most fun because he actually wants to do it, and he's got the like energy to do it. Gotcha. Um, see, and he's not like an idiot. He's just like, yeah, let's go. Like, let's do it. This is the plan. Yeah. So, who's your favorite character? Elastigirl, but mostly because I'm remembering the second movie, and she's really good in the second movie. The mom. Yeah. I find them all to have their um, high points in this movie. In the second movie, I find the daughter to be insufferable. (laughs) Well, she kind of seems insufferable in this movie, so... In this movie, I at least am like, I get it. Like, you probably are, like, used to a certain way of living. You're not, like, you don't want to have your powers. You don't want to be weird. But look at how much fun the kid is having. Like, I like watching people enjoy what they do. <laughs> I can't believe that guy punched a kid. <laughs> I know the kid was punching him, but like... Wait, you just think he shouldn't punch back? Just push him. Like, push him off. <laughs> Aw. Um... I guess it makes sense that those punches did absolutely nothing to that man. He's just yeah, a little kid. He's, like he's just fast. He's not strong. <laughs> These are bad guys? Yes. They are going to try and cut his head off. Oh, dear. Oh, nice. Yeah, he can run on water. This is excellent. I just meant the scenery. Oh. But. I also like that laugh he does right before he's like, oh, yeah, I don't have to worry about this. Yeah, I, I like Dash in this movie. I found him a little bit annoying in the second one, but, like, he's a little kid, so some of it is unavoidable, and some of it I'm like, that's actually just annoying that you did that. Yeah. And I know they just did it so that something bad would happen that they need to fix. It didn't really make sense for his character to do it. But Violet, you're like, no, you have no use for her. 
I have a use for her. I just don't. I don't like in, especially in superhero movies where like people already know what the deal is and then still try to complain about it. So like when she's like, let's not be super. I'm like, you already, like the whole point was you guys agreed you're going to be superheroes. Just leave if that's, if this isn't a big deal. Just leave. I just don't like it. I'm just like, I'm like, I hate this. Like, shut up. I don't want to hear you complain about this. You guys already decided this is what's going to happen. So if we had superhero kids, you would expect that they were just fully on board with whatever we said? Whatever we all agreed to, like they all agreed to at the end of this, I would hope they would be but on board But you wouldn't with. think that they had an opportunity to change their mind? If they did, it would be fine, but I would hope they wouldn't try and be like, we should all do what I want to do now but that I've changed my mind. But you think that they would have to leave our home? Nah, just shut up about it. Like, <laughs> just like, fine, don't be a hero anymore, but don't try and like make everyone do what you want to do. That's her prerogative. It's her family. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I was like, fair enough, is that her dad does make her life a living hell for a, a bit of the movie Why? in the second one, when he's trying to like get that guy to date her, and oh. he's like embarrassed. He just does things that are embarrassing and not really like taking into consideration what she might actually want to have happen. Yeah. That when she complains about that, I'm like, fair enough. This is, but like when she's complaining about both things, I'm kind of like, oh, just pick one. <laughs> just pick one. You're a teenager, right? You can only complain about yeah, one thing. Yeah, just complain about <laughs> one thing. I don't want... So do you like this one or the second one better? This one's better, but I really like the second one. I'm, it's not like, oh... like I thought for sure, like, what's the point of doing a second one? They've, they got it perfect on the first try. And the second one surprised me at how much I was like, yeah, I still, I feel like this was still a worthy. So you think entry. it was like a good addition? It was a good addition. It's not better or as good as this. Okay. How many Despicable Me's did you watch? I think I've seen them all. Obviously, <laughs> I think only one of them is good. But actually, I don't remember I've the second one. I've only seen one. one. The first one's the only one to watch. The first it's one's good. amazing. Yeah, it's legitimately good. I don't remember the second one. And the third one is the one... Oh, yeah. The second one is the one that was supposed to be Al Pacino as the villain. And then the third one is the guy from what South Park. What happened? Why wasn't it? No, no idea. Just all of a sudden it was uh, Benjamin Bratt. Benjamin Bratt? Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, if they wanted to keep him as being Hispanic, then probably a good idea to make someone who's actually Hispanic be yes, the true. thing. Just seems weird. Like Benjamin Bratt, where did he come from? Well, he's also in Doctor Strange. He had, he had a bit of a comeback. And then kind of just stopped again. <laughs> what? 2016 was a good year for Where? Him. Who was he in Doctor Strange? He is like the guy that like teaches Doctor Strange about how to go to wizards and get your strength back. Or something. I don't remember. He like went to wherever he had to go to. I don't remember. And because he was in an Seems accident. like he really made a big impact on you in this movie. <laughs> he did because he's part of the last, he's part of the post credit scene where, um, Chiwetel Ejiofor comes to him and he's like, 
you stole something. He's like, no, I, I should be able to walk again. I, I, I earned this. And then he takes it away. He takes his ability to walk away. And he's like, there's too many wizards in the world. I know he says sorcerer, but it's funny for me to say wizard. <laughs> er. Well, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> They're going to die. <laughs> and then the second movie is just a dream they have. Right before they I see die. See why you like this movie. <laughs> really steers away from the norm. Remember me. Remember me. Was it not Benjamin? Yeah, there he is. Despicable Me too. He's Eduardo. Eduardo. So that was 2013. And he was in Cloudy with Meatballs too. Not a good movie. Cloudy with Meatballs. And he was in Cloudy with Meatballs too. Not. I don't mean as well. The first I mean, one, we've talked about this. Excellent. Oh, it's ridiculously good. Um, he's, he plays Superman in Justice League. Mo- Gods and Monsters. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Doctor Strange. Modern fa- Obviously, he's Manny's father in Modern Family. Coco. All right. Yeah, that's kind of like where I tune out of. But his next thing is, hum- oh, I thought it said Homicide, a musical. It's Homecoming, a musical, and he plays Daphne's dad. Oh. He doesn't even have... Oh, to be name. fair, To be fair, Maggie Gyllenhaal's in it, and she's just TV reporter. <laughs> what movie is this? It looks like not like a... Looks bad. I mean, not bad. What I mean is, it looks it like looks it's independent. Bad. It doesn't look like it's gonna get a wide release at all. What's the most underrated Drake song to you? It's a good question. Where's my super suit? Where's my the the woman responding to him? I think is the script supervisor. Oh. I like when th- like Phyllis in the office. She yeah. was just the script supervisor. I shouldn't say script supervisor when you like. Like when you see audition tape, she was probably the person reading the line to the actor before they said their lines. Wonder how you get that gig. It'd be that would be a good gig. Would be a great gig. I'm gonna try. Seems like a good way to get into Hollywood. Yeah. Like, do you just apply to be that, or like, do you just? You know probably would be or? like part of a casting. Um, you'd have to like work with a casting director. Interesting. When you and Ian get famous, maybe I can be your script supervisor. Person, yeah. Oh, look at him pretending like he's beating, um, beating the bad <laughs> guy. But his robot learned a couple of tricks. And you'll notice he's got a cape. And we know that in this movie, it does not pay to have a cape. Nope, it doesn't. He is brutally murdered by <laughs> being sucked into a propeller. A Jeez. plane propeller. Brutally murdered. Or just killed off. Maybe murdered is the wrong word. Why would you open the door? Where's this? Oh my gosh. <laughs> How you doing, honey? 
Where's his good friend with the super suit? Frozone's in there fighting off the bad guy. Oh. But you see what I mean by like Frozone actually has nothing to do with this movie. He just happens yeah. to be around yeah. there. Oh, I had mine. He has a my lot. My one bump. <laughs> oh, good. Mine's oh, my sm- goodness. What's wrong? Has something been happening? Yeah, we didn't we didn't power the computer. Oh, well, not my fault. I didn't know. I didn't know what you were looking at. <laughs> but maybe it was my fault. I should have reminded you. Having an existential oh crisis. Oh, my goodness. I did it. You did it, did babe. Did it work? Is it working? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> stressful time that would have been really annoying yeah yeah you better believe it i can tell you who wouldn't have been re-recording odie she would have left (laughs) (laughs) did you hear yeah (laughs) funny we would have just had to re-record like based off of what we thought we said that's how you would want to do it Well, I certainly wouldn't want to watch the movie again. Hilarious. I don't really like this movie. It's um, it's a great movie. <laughs> but I think <laughs> awesome, you have to work awesome it. Retort. I think you have to watch it at a different, at a certain age. Well, how old were you when it came out? Twenty. Let's find out. It came out fifteen years ago. So I probably would have been night. seven or something. <laughs> That makes sense, right? Oh, my gosh. Oh, passionate kiss. That wasn't in the thing. No, they just kept saying they they kiss a lot. That was a really passionate one, though. I'm surprised it didn't say it. So I'm surprised it wasn't some, like, bull mini. <laughs> bull mini? <laughs> a bull ninner. Bull ninner. That said, like, hey, there seems to be an awful lot of love in this movie. <laughs> I feel like I, I read that multiple times. These, these, these husband and wife team love each other. Yuck. Don't they know we don't want to see that in a movie? So the bad guy dies in this one. He's not in this, the same bad guy in the second one. No. the In the second one, it's actually, again, spoiler alert, Catherine Keener is the bad guy. I don't think you guy. need to worry about spoiler alerts. It's been 15 years. Remember Catherine Keener? Who is she from? 40-year-old virgin? Yes. And yeah. the mother in Get Out. Yes. And her thing is um, super... She, I think she thinks superheroes killed her father, but it's more... No, she knows superheroes didn't kill her father, but that's kind of what they're trying to set it up as. It's more, their house was broken into, and instead of calling the cops, her dad was like, yeah, well, the superheroes will save us, and they didn't, because they didn't get there on time, and she's like, just call the cops, like, don't be, a, don't be an idiot, yeah. and so her whole thing was, I'm gonna bring superheroes back just to, like, remind people how shit they are, and so she, like, She's got this like um, brainwashing plan where she brainwashes a bunch of new superheroes 
And it's only the Incredibles that can stop those superheroes because they've got powers. Okay. Um, but her brother, played by Bob Odenkirk, you think would be the villain, but he's not. He's just like the dad. He's just like, nah, I love superheroes. They're good. There we go. Frozen's <laughs> saving Dash. Who's Bob Odenkirk? I know uh, well, the name. Ian, you know... Wait, did you watch Breaking Bad or not? I can never tell. No. Oh, well. I know he's from other things, but uh, his big thing is Saul. It? No, he's Saul. Oh. And, you know, Better Call Saul. Oh. He was in that one episode of The Office where um, Pam was applying for a job in Philly. Okay. Um, because he was actually a runner-up to become Michael Scott from the beginning. So it was like a nice little gig. That really? He, yeah. I, obviously, it wouldn't work without... Well, I don't think, anyway. I don't think it would work without uh, Steve Carell. No, I think he is the only person that can play that. I think that's the only way they got to where they got to with Michael Scott. I think if you do Bob Odenkirk, you're you're trying to recreate the Ricky Gervais style, which just makes him a dick the whole time. Yeah, that guy looks like he would just play a dick. He doesn't in Incredibles too, but you just because of his like history, you do assume he will end up being the dick. That's like a good. Um, wool over your eyes thing they do where like because of the casting you're like well obviously he's going to be a bad guy at some point yeah. and he never is he's just a really nice guy that's like oh I just love superheroes and I'm glad that we're going to me and my sister are going to bring them back that's funny oh Frozone made himself very useful I was saying yeah he saved Dash and he's part of the fight but like it's like he doesn't exist for the whole movie until I know, this like, moment <laughs> I don't understand why they couldn't have made this a little bit more. Like he could have gone to help save. Yeah. Instead of being like, you know what? I guess I have to take my kids. She could have been like, hey, Frozone. I know she didn't decide to take the kids. They snuck onto the plane, but still. I feel like she could have asked him for backup. Yeah, I agree. But I guess they are supposed to be some sort of family team. So Yeah. It doesn't really... The f- the fun thing is at the end of this movie you're gonna see them face off against a new super a new bad guy, and it basically recreates the first issue of Fantastic Four, which they're obviously riffing on here. Another interesting thing: Frozone is black. The first time we see Black Panther in the comics is with Fantastic Four, so it's kind of like a parallel, even in that way. What? Frozone, who is black? Yes. In the is working with the Fantastic Four, and in the comics, the first time you saw Black Panther, another black superhero, was when he was uh, interacted with the Fantastic Four. Do you think they did that on purpose? Yes, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Okay. This guy died before the second movie could come out, but he's a big part of the beginning of the first of the second movie. What happened to him? This guy just legitimately was like uh, 80 years old when this came out. So then um, the guy who plays Mike on Breaking Bad. So there was two Breaking Bad alum there. Who's Mike? I always forget what his real name is. So let me look that up. Jonathan Banks. This guy didn't die. He's the one who took over the voice. I I don't know who that is. No, I figured. He's, um, what's a... He's racist in it, but it's a big movie. He's in Mudbound. Remember Mudbound? He's the racist dad. 
that um, is like, you, 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 I hate black people. <laughs> He's part of the KKK, and he makes sure that the main guy gets his tongue cut out. I, I didn't really watch Mudbound. I think you know that. I didn't know that. Like it was on, but I was. You weren't in, You weren't up for it. I did not like it. No. He's played Commissioner Gordon in a video game that oh. I've played. <laughs> That's right. He was on Community for a bit. He's an identity thief. We show? like we like identity thief. Is that the baby? No. What? Is he has that... their baby. Oh yeah, he's got their baby. Yeah, he's at their house. He really overstepped his bounds. I hope they get their baby back. <laughs> Are you truly concerned about whether or not they get their baby back? Yeah. No, they're going to get their baby back. You better believe it. Is he in 48 hours or not? Is someone going to tell me the answer to this? This is taking forever. Oh, that baby's pissed. He was on Matlock. Remember Matlock? I mean, there there, he's back to be. He's a he's a superhero now. He's got powers. Oh. I thought I was gonna hate Jack Jack in the sequel. Jack Jack might be one of my favorite parts of the sequel. Yeah. He's really fun in that. He has a fight with a raccoon, and it's hilarious. It goes on for a long time, but it's very funny. Because it's, like, him learning that he has powers, too. So, like, he's just doing normal baby things, and then he realizes, like, oh, like, I can actually, like, affect things. Like, that's cool. How old is he in the next one? Same age, because, as I said, this literally takes place seconds after. There's no time jump. Right. Beverly Hills Cop, not 48 Hours. I knew it was an Eddie Murphy movie he's in. I'm glad we figured that out. Jonathan Banks in Beverly Hills Cop. Well, that's their house gone. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad about the house. Did you like that cinephile game? Yes, a lot. Although I obviously felt bad anytime someone was like, oh, that must, you must mean from Crimson Lagoon from 1976. What? Like, I just mean when they would talk about a movie I didn't know. Which was rarely. You were killing that game. No, I didn't know a lot of those. No. There, he gets to be on the track team. Oh, that's good. There's the boy. I think that's Brad Bird's son who's voicing this kid that's nice and he gets to be in the second one obviously look i noticed you now that you're a superhero just kidding he doesn't know she's a superhero but much like her father i would always know that's her she doesn't do anything different with her hair and your domino mask does nothing to trick me their costumes aren't very so that's what happens in the second movie they set a date here she finally has confidence. She sets the date. But then he gets kidnapped by that character I showed you, Jonathan Banks, to erase his memory because they're like, you probably know who they are. Mm-hmm. So then he forgets that he had the date. And she takes that like, oh, like he just didn't want to. Like yeah, he was course, making fun of me. Yeah, as you would as a teenager. Yeah. And that is like what spins. But then you realize the dad told him to erase them, the memory. So she's like, how dare you? 
And that the was the dad told him. Yeah, the dad was like, "You got to erase this kid's memory because he didn't know about the date. He just knew like, oh, he knows who we are." Like, get... Oh, okay. I thought he was like trying to fuck over. No, his no, daughter. he like, wasn't. He didn't want her to date. Okay. Um, did you see that funny part where he was telling Dash how much he should win by? Because at first he was like right out front. He's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is like the first ever Fantastic Four villain. Um, obviously they've changed it, but pretty it's pretty much that. I think he's the underdigger, but the underdigger. but in the comics he's just mole man. Look at them put on their mat. They're already like, you ready to do this? He's like, finally, fuck yeah! Finally, I have a reason to like my family. We're the incredible. My wife's sweet butt. <laughs> sweet sweet patootie. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, there we go. It's done. Wow. That's a wrap on season two. <laughs> 38 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> in total. Yeah. If you add season one and season two, you get that. Yeah. Well. Can you believe it? It took Here three years, are. but we did it. We finally got to the end of season two. It took three years? It took three years. No, it didn't. We started in 2010. Now, look where we are. 2010. Well, I can honestly say I'm very glad that this season is over because I don't like cartoons, really. Oh, is, so, that, is that what I was doing? All cartoons? So, <laughs> so, to be honest, none of them were a true win for me because... No, you liked one of them. Zootopia. Yeah, that's the one. I didn't even remember which one you liked. Yeah. I did. There we go. One win. What about me? I don't remember any of your movies. Wow. <laughs> Maybe look on the list. It's. I have to delete it as we go. Oh. Out of the machine. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like I probably had at least one that you were sort of like, okay. Let's see. Did we actually... No, we didn't... You did... Princess Diaries 2, definitely not a win. Oh, okay, weird. Julie and Julia, meh. Oh. Well, we already know Requiem for a Dream, I think, is a good movie. I just don't ever want to watch it again. (laughs) Yeah. Pleasantville actually might have been a win for you. Yeah. I told myself I should at least rewatch it. Yeah. The Ring was disappointing. It wasn't as scary as I thought it would be, and I also just didn't care. Do you think it wasn't as scary because you we weren't fully watching? No. Because okay. I'm mostly just scared by visuals. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that. Uh, I don't even... Did we actually do Bridget Jones' Diary? We must have. Yes. Ugh, Sisterhood in the Traveling Pants. Blah. Okay. Yeah, Pleasantville and... I mean, yeah, Requiem for a Dream. I feel like you can just consider as wins. Okay, so I won. Yeah, you won season two. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Everybody, thank you very much for listening. And to... stay tuned for season three, where we delve into something a little different. Mm-hmm. Don't skip the beginning of this episode, and then you'll find out what or that is. Or any other pieces of any of our episodes. That's true. Um, please go to thatshelf.com. Click on the podcast and you'll see other great podcasts like Black Hole Films, Bad Gay Movies, uh, Composers. Is that what that's called? I want to say that that's what it is. Uh, let me get that right. 
I don't want to joke around with this type of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, composers, um, highly logical, tons of great content, as well as this podcast. And if you want to hear um, season one of our podcast, please go to tdfeverything.com slash mvsmpod and you will see the back catalog of all of our rounds. Do it. Yeah. And as always, I love you, Pauline. I love you too. And in addition to that, show that you love us by subscribing, rating, reviewing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Radio Public, anywhere that you find podcasts. And anywhere. And, and share the word. Let everyone know how much you love what we do. And we'll let them know how much we love what you do unless you do something that annoys us. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye. This has been a TDF Everything production, bruh.